0: If you would take your Bible this morning and turn to Ephesians chapter 4, and we're going to begin in verse 17. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24. This uh, morning we're starting a a new series uh, called Renewal, and uh, looking at... uh, through the month of January and February, all the areas of our life that we might need to make new and to renew in our lives. And uh, this morning, we're gonna focus on the thought of renewing our minds. And you may be thinking this morning, uh, well, this is the first of the year, maybe we should be talking about setting goals and achieving some goals, uh, making some New Year's resolutions. But I have found that uh, in our personal lives that if we don't uh, have our mind thinking right, then we'll do kind of like Josh said uh, last week, and that is we'll make New Year's resolutions, but uh, we'll quickly fall away from them. We'll fail them. Matter of fact, statistics show that uh, most New Year's resolutions, within the month of January, over three-fourths of the people who make New Year's resolutions have already failed or coldly abandoned their New Year's resolution. And so there obviously has to be some foundational issue that's causing us to fail. And a lot of times, it's our way of thinking. And so this morning, I want to start off this series in this new year about renewing our minds. No more stinking thinking. No more stinking thinking. Matter of fact, you can look up stinking thinking in the... uh, Dictionary, Not in the dictionary, but in the, on the internet, and it'll pop you up some things that about stinking thinking. And that stinking thinking is a bad attitude. It's an attitude that's bad about yourself, to where you feel like that uh, your life is a failure, that you're insignificant, that you can't accomplish anything, that there's nothing good about you. That's a stinking thinking. Stinking thinking will also tell you, if you guys search it on the internet, it's a bad attitude about other people that everybody's out to get you, it's you versus the world. It's an attitude that uh, everything about other people is wrong and it's all influencing you in a bad way or affecting you in a bad way. Stinking thinking will also come up that it's an attitude about life, that life is just lousy, it's no good, life's not worth living. And all those attitudes bring about a stinking thinking and an attitude that will cause you to actually fail in life, cause you not to accomplish your resolutions, and cause you not to feel good about yourself. And so this morning, I want to talk about renewing our mind, getting a good foundation so that we have no more stinking thinking in our lives. This morning, I want to, uh, and I think that, uh, have y'all got that video, Michael? I want you to watch a video. This video was actually uh, put together by someone from the Catholic background, so I don't want you to think that I'm necessarily trying to make anybody Catholic. But you'll notice he has a cool accent, and I just like the accent he has. So I thought you might enjoy listening to him. But he's going to talk a little bit about stinking thinking. So if you'll watch this right quickly this morning.
1: Even though God has given us incredible minds to reason with, we still do a lot of stinking thinking. Let's take a quick look at some of the paths that the world proposes for happiness. Number one, individualism. The creed of the individualist is, what's in it for me? Individualism is the philosophy of selfishness. The fruits of individualism are greed, selfishness, isolation, and exploitation. Individualism is stinky thinking. Number two, hedonism. The creed of the hedonist is, pleasure is the ultimate goal in life. If it feels good, do it. The fruits of hedonism are laziness, gluttony, procrastination, and lust. Hedonism is stinking thinking. Number three, minimalism. The creed of the minimalist is, what's the least I can do? A minimalist is always seeking to exert minimum effort and receive maximum reward. Minimalism is the enemy of excellence and the father of mediocrity. Minimalism is stinking thinking. Number four, relativism. The creed of the relativist is, there is no absolute truth. What's true for you may not be true for me. Relativism contradicts itself because it claims it is absolutely true for everybody, that nothing is absolutely true for everybody. The fruits of relativism are disorientation, intellectual and spiritual confusion and hopelessness caused by the loss of any meaning in life. Relativism is stinking thinking. Great thoughts are beautiful. Great actions are inspiring. Are any of these philosophies beautiful? I think not. When someone embraces these broken ways of thinking and living, do they inspire anything good? Absolutely not. They may be convenient to your disordered desires and selfishness at a particular moment, but do these philosophies really suffice as a philosophy to live your life by? Reject the world's vision for your life. It will leave you empty and dissatisfied. Rebel against the culture. Reject these broken philosophies and and watch out for people who live by them because they will only use you for their own benefit and for their own selfish gratification. And beyond you and me, These philosophies also mean doom for communities of any size. I mean, think about it. What would happen to a community, whether that community was a family or a parish or even a nation, if everybody in that community lived by these self-centered philosophies? Those communities would grow apart, fall apart, self-destruct. In many ways, this is exactly what we're witnessing in the world today. As modern cultures and nations become increasingly secular, rejecting God and His ways, they begin to implode. Why? Well, anything that stands against God and His truth cannot last. Truth, beauty, and goodness, these are what your soul is thirsty for. The philosophies the world wants to pass off to you, they lack truth, they lack beauty, and they lack goodness, and that's what your soul is really thirsting for. The
0: part of the reason that I wanted you to see this uh, video uh, really beyond just the cool accent that he says it and tells some things that are, are realistic about the different ways of thinking in life that it leads to stinking thinking but also the reality of what the result is of stinking thinking that he tells us at the end of the video that it ends up being destructive. And You notice he mentions about individuals, families, churches and even nations. And that is when individual thinking is classified kind of as stinking thinking that it ends up being destructive and in the scriptures we're going to look at this morning in Ephesians chapter 4 and if you haven't already turned there do that in your bible or open up the app and it'll open up for you but in Ephesians chapter 4 it talks about renewing the spirit of our mind and the key word there or two key words is the word renewing which means to make new now a lot of times when we think about renewing, we think about something we've had and developing it back. And that sometimes is renewing. And that can be related to this verse or this word about renewing. Taking an attitude that you used to have and getting it back. And sometimes we've had good attitudes and then we get stinking thinking because of things that have happened in our life. And we need to go back and pick up that good attitude that we had. But the wording that was used here in the scripture is talking about just making new. So it can talk about bringing back something that was good from the past or just developing a way of thinking that maybe you have never had that is a more positive, productive way of thinking. But one of the other words is the word spirit. It says renewing the spirit of our mind that we'll see in these scriptures. And the word spirit there in the original writing in Greek is the word pneuma, which means the breath of life or the attitude of our thinking. And so when it talks about renewing or making new our spirit of our mind, it's talking about the attitude of our mind, what influences our mind or our thinking, what breathes life into the way that we think. And so I want you to join me as we look at Ephesians chapter 4, and I want you to think about that thought, renewing the spirit of our mind, renewing or making new what is influencing the way that we think. And here's what the Bible tells us, and I'm reading this out of the uh, New King James translation. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church of Ephesus, says in Ephesians 4:17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. And the word walk means to live out your life, the circumstances of the way you live your life. So he said, you no longer should walk or live your life the way that the Gentiles do in the futility of your mind, meaning emptiness, something that brings about nothing productive. Verse 18 says, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. And so if our thinking is stinking thinking, then it's alienating us from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Verse 19 says, who being past feeling have given themselves over to the lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have learned him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed. This is our key part in the scripture in this verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of Your mind, Making new what is influencing, what is breathing life into the way that you think. Do you understand what the the Apostle Paul is saying there? That he's saying that there's something that's influencing every one of our ways of thinking. There's something that is breathing life into the way that we view life and the way that we view things and the way that we approach things. So he says in verse 23 that we need to be renewed in the spirit of our mind and that you put on the new man. Get yourself all cleaned up, dressed up in a new approach to life, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's really a, what I'd call the garbage that's in these first few verses. Now, I don't want you to take anything wrong. I'm not saying the Bible is garbage or the scriptures are garbage. I'm talking it's addressing garbage. It's talking about darkened ways of thinking, having being past feelings, blindness going in opposition to things that we have learned about Christ. And then after verse 23, everything suddenly changes to the renewing of the spirit of our minds that we're a new man, a new woman, a new boy, a new girl, a new student, which was created according to God. Getting rid of all the stinking thinking. You see what I'm seeing here? Get rid of all the stinking thinking that is blindness of the heart, darkness, uncleanness, greediness things that are against Christ, renewing the spirit of our mind, changing what's influencing us so that we put on a new person that is just like God created us to be in righteousness and holiness. Now as we think about these scriptures I want to just address three things from these scriptures this morning and the first thing is this and that is we've got to address since it's talking about the renewing or making new what is influencing our mind or our way of thinking then the first question we got to ask ourselves is what influences stinking thinking what is it that can cause a person to be enjoying life have a good attitude about life and then develop stinking thinking or what can cause a person to just be living their life their whole life long stinking thinking, where it's a bad attitude about themselves, about other people, about life in general. What is influencing, what is breathing the life into this way of thinking? Well, if you're looking at the notes, you'll see that the first thing I put there is Satan influences stinking thinking. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, that Satan blinds the minds of the people of this world, that he creates darkness in their understanding, and that's what the Apostle Paul addressed there about darkness. And so one of the things that influences or will breathe life into the way that we think that can cause us to have stinking thinking is Satan influencing us in our life. Now, every person is going to have moments and times in their life where Satan is putting thoughts into your mind, Satan and his demonic forces. And those thoughts come from, come from all different directions. It can be thoughts about how you feel about yourself. It can be thoughts about kind of how your life is built and dealt out, the cards that have been dealt to you. It might be about how people are impacting you that are around you. But Satan puts thoughts in our minds. And those thoughts that he feeds in our mind, the Bible describes it as darkness and blindness. Now, there are specific reasons why that the Bible addresses the thoughts and the influences of Satan as darkness and blindness. When you think of darkness, it's causing you not to see clearly, right? Blindness is causing you not to be able to see at all. And yet the Bible tells us that, that Jesus is what? He's the light of the world. And he brought light into the midst of darkness. And so Satan tries to influence our way of thinking and to create stinking thinking so that we're not seeing the light of Christ in the midst of things of our life so that we're not seeing the truth of God's word. And so the Bible lets us know clearly that when you're in this mentality of stinking thinking, it's because of the darkness that Satan brings into us. He's blindness us from seeing the truth of God's word. And the Bible tells us that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. The Bible also tells us that we have to resist Satan. The Bible tells us in James chapter 4 that says, Resist Satan and he will flee from you. So when, when you really see the reality about Satan influencing our thoughts, Then you got to be able to resist him and find what the truth is in God's word, whether it's feelings about yourself, about other people, or about life. And so we got to understand that Satan is constantly bombarding us. Does that mean that he even tries to influence the pastor? You tell me, yes or no. I hope that doesn't mean you got a bad attitude about me. (laughs) But you're true, you're right, you're accurate. That Satan, as a matter of fact, the more that you try to do things for the cause of Christ, the more that you try to put out God's truth, the more that Satan's going to try to put stinking thinking into your mind. And all he's looking for is just some opportunity. And if we allow that to come in, here's what happens. The more we dwell on it, the more that Satan gets a hold of our lives. And the Bible tells us that Satan is looking for an opportunity to get a stronghold. Those strongholds become stinking thinking in our lives. So what influences stinking thinking? Satan influences. But if you look at the notes, you'll also see that self-centeredness influences stinking thinking in our life. Remember, we're talking about renewing our mind. And so not only do we got to resist Satan and we got to push him out of the way that we're thinking in our life, but we also got to resist ourselves. That's a little bit, a little bit unusual thinking, isn't it? We've got to resist ourselves, but self-centered influences influences stinking thinking. I want you to uh, notice one of the things that's in these scriptures that I read in Ephesians chapter 4. It says in verse 19, who being past feelings, our feelings, feelings that influence us. And so not only does Satan influence us, but also our own personal feelings about things will influence our life. It will cause us to think about ourselves. And ourselves, stinking thinking can come from all different directions. So let me kind of give you a, the broad spectrum of stinking thinking. Stinking thinking can be this. You know what? I'm not as good as Danny is. I, I can't preach as good as Danny. I'm just I'm no good. I'm, I'm not as good looking as Richard is. And so, man, no, nobody, nobody's gonna like me because I don't look good like Richard does. And man, I don't have the personality like Robert does. So, man, I'm just worthless, I'm no good. You can have that type of self-centeredness about how that you feel worthless about yourself. The other broad spectrum, that stinking thinking, that this worthlessness is that you're full of worth. Man, boy, if everybody was as smart as me... <laughs> this world would be a lot better place. If everybody had a good attitude like me, man, we wouldn't have no problems. Boy, if everybody dressed as sharp as I do, man, we would look good, smell good, and be doing good. And so you can have stinking thinking that's way down here that you're worthless to the opposite of stinking thinking about yourself, and that is, man, I am hot stuff. And both categories, our stinking thinking. You can also have stinking thinking not only about yourself, but you can have stinking thinking about other people. Thinking about, man, all they are is a pain in the neck. They just create me problems. I just wish they wasn't a part of my life. Man, this church would be a lot better if they'd find them another church to go to. Don't nobody leave. I'm talking about the attitudes about other people. And they their self-centered attitudes. And it's about how that other people are impacting you. Boy, if my circumstances of life were like their circumstance, man, they got it made. They got a good job. They got a good spouse. They got good kids. They got a good house. They got a good car. And it all develops in stinking thinking. And it really relates to yourself either feeling like you're no good or no good things are happening to you to where you feel like you're all good and it's all good about you both attitudes of self-centeredness can influence stinking thinking and the Bible's letting us know in Ephesians chapter 4 that all these things that are focused that are influenced by Satan or self-centeredness are all things that have got to be changed that we got to remove those things from our life and put new things into our life so we've got to not only understand how, what influences stinking thinking, but how do we change stinking thinking. Not only understand, and you've got to understand what's influencing you before you can get to the point of how you change it. Here's how you change stinking thinking. First of all, it's got to be Christ-centered thinking in your life. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, and I want to read this to you in Romans chapter 12. It tells us, in verses uh, 1 and 2, I think it is. I did have it. Here's what verse, tw- verse 2 is what I wanted to read. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the Bible's letting us know that not to allow the world to put pressure on us and to influence us but we need to renew our mind by proving what is that good and acceptable perfect will of God and so the Bible is letting us know that one of the beginning steps to changing stinking thinking out of our life is to get Christ-centered thinking and Christ-centered thinking is always thinking that proves what God's will is it is a thinking that thinks things from a positive and a productive state of view and so if you want to change your thinking, thinking, you've got to get this Christ-centered thinking. But you also got to get a clear, positive way of thinking. And I want you to listen to this that a Philippians chapter 4 tells us. In Philippians chapter 4, it gives us kind of a clear picture about how that our thinking. And this is what the Apostle Paul says in verse 8. He says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just... Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate or think about these things. So the Bible's letting us know that we've got to get some clarity about having positive thoughts that are in our mind and in our life. And if you probably could take all that that Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 and that verse 8. It would kind of link to a saying that probably most everybody has heard before, and that is, "Once you try to find something good in the midst of what's happening? Why not you start trying to find something good in other people? Because he says, think about things that are lovely, things that got good virtue, things that are pure, things that are just, things that are lovely and true. He's saying think about those things which are positive and productive. Start seeing some good things in life. Have you ever met somebody that no matter what you talk about, they can find the negative in life? Any of you living with it? No, don't raise your hand. Good temptation, buddy. I want anybody to get punched today. But it's true, sometimes it can even be in our households and in our families or in our school groups or in our ball teams or in our classrooms or even in our church. There can be folks that it just seems like that they can't see and you can be all pumped up about something and you wanna share something and you start, you're thinking, man, this is good. You start pouring it out and then they say, but. Buts always lead to bad negative stuff, don't they? And so they start bringing out, well, what could, could go wrong or what's wrong with that or probably this or probably that. And so the Bible is letting us know we need to get rid of that type of thinking and start seeing things from the positive. Here's uh, something I learned from a preacher that uh, talked about how that sometimes his staff would bring ideals to him and his first impression when they would share, he's not saying this was true about every ideal of staff, he's just saying sometimes his staff, somebody would bring an, uh, uh, an ideal that wasn't the greatest ideal. And he didn't want to put negative on them or make them feel bad or anything, but had this one staff person that just kept coming up with these ideals that just weren't the greatest ideals. And he didn't want to make them feel bad or feel negative, so he decided that the very first words out of his mouth, I want you to listen to this, would be, wow. And then he would follow that with "How." And the reason he developed that attitude was he, he realized that sometimes they would throw these things and he would start to kind of go down the negative, and he didn't want to be negative. So no matter what idea they throwed at him, his first expression would be, or his first response would be, wow. Now in his mind, he might be thinking, this is the craziest thing I ever heard of. But he's like, wow. And I thought, you know what, that's a good approach to life in general, isn't it? When your spouse comes up to you, hey, I I think we ought to do this. Wow. When your kids say, hey, I want to do this. Wow. And then you say, and how is that going to (laughs) happen? It's about having a good positive attitude. You see, the Bible's telling us in Philippians that you've got to be thinking about these things. You've got to create a mindset or a mentality that is Christ-centered and that has clear, positive thinking. So the Bible's telling us what influences our thinking, our stinking thinking, how we can change that. But I'm sure that somebody right now that's got a bad attitude is just thinking, what difference does it make? If you're looking at your notes, the third question is, why do we need to worry about stinking thinking? Somebody might be thinking, what business is yours of the way I think? I'm not trying to get into anybody's business. I'm just telling you how you can have a good, effective year and have a better attitude in life. And so why do we need to worry about stinking thinking? Remember I showed that video a while ago? And in that video, he came to the conclusion at the end that whether it's an individual or whether it's a family or whether it's a church or whether it's a country, That the more stinking thinking there is, the more destructive it is to lives. And so the first thing I think is the reason that we need to worry about stinking thinking is that it will defeat our purpose in life. You see, for every person in here today, God has a purpose and plan for your life. And I can tell you this without any shadow of a doubt that if you allow Satan or self-centeredness begin to create stinking thinking in your life, it is going to defeat you from fulfilling God's purpose that he has for your life. Because God's purpose is always something good and it is always something that will positively affect other people's lives. And so when you begin to develop this thinking, thinking it's gonna prevent you from seeing God's will and his purpose for your life, but it's also going to, cause you not to be able to accomplish what God's purpose and plan is for your life and I believe that's the greatest thing that every person in here could do this year and that is see what God's purpose and plan is for your life see what gifts and talents God has given you and put those things into action and see what God can't do with them but stinking thinking will defeat you from accomplishing God's purpose in your life stinking thinking will also destroy what is good around you I told you I showed you that video because one of the things I wanted you to see that he came to the end is that stinking thinking is destructive. And I want, if you're looking at the notes here, I want you to look at something here. Here's what, when people struggle with different types of attitudes, what the outcome is, what the stinking thinking is. Because some people struggle with the attitude of worthlessness that I was telling you about. That outcome is this I stink. When you feel like you're worthless, you're failing at everything, that when you look at yourself, you're not seeing anything good. You look in the mirror, you don't like the way you look. You don't like the way that you feel. You don't feel like that you're able to accomplish anything, a sense of worthlessness. And the attitude that comes out of that is, I stink. I'm not a good husband and I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good Christian. I'm not a good mother. I'm not a good father. I'm not a good parent. I'm not a good child. I'm not a good person, I stink. Another attitude can be when a person develops an attitude towards other people. And that's, you stink. You're affecting me negatively. You're causing pain and agony in my life. You stink. And then there's the third attitude, about life that can be destructive, and that is when you struggle with an attitude about bitterness about life, about your circumstances of life, and that attitude comes out to life stinks. And so when you look at all that, whether you're looking at yourself, if I'm worthless, or you're looking at other people, you're causing pain and problems in my life, or just the circumstances of life, you can look at all that and put it all together, and you can come up eventually with this total concept. I stink, you stink, life stinks. And let me tell you, when you develop that type of attitude, you're going to be miserable. And you're never going to fulfill God's purpose he has for your life. And I believe that God has a better plan than stinking thinking in our minds. Let me just ask this question. Anybody make any New Year's resolutions this year? Only about two or three. Everybody else was scared because they heard what Josh said last week. Anybody didn't make any New Year's resolutions, but you've already tried to do some things a little bit different starting off the New Year? Anybody done that? There's a few more hands. That's... That's the ones, okay, I've made some New Year's resolutions in the past, and I didn't accomplish them, but I'm just going to start working on some stuff. That's good. And I think that the reason that God led me, I actually was planning on preaching a different message at the first of the year, but God led in this direction because he revealed to me that you're going to fail and feel bad about yourself. You're not going to fulfill God's purpose and plan for your life if your thinking is not where it needs to be. And God has clearly from his scripture told us that our thinking needs to be thinking about that which is good, seeing the good things in life, seeing something good about other people, realizing that the circumstances of life, that God works all things together for our good. And so we begin to see and change our way of thinking. And remember that expression in verse 23, to renew the spirit of your mind. And that word renew means to make something new. And the spirit of your mind is what's breathing life into your thinking, what is influencing your thinking. You could just say, okay, hey, I want to lose weight this year, so I'm going to start doing this. But until you change the way that your mind is thinking, what's influencing you, then you're going to fail at no matter what goal you set. And so I believe that this first Sunday of the new year, whether it's an attitude that you need to change about serving God or whether it's an attitude that you need to change about how that you feel about yourself, I believe God's trying to tell us the first thing we gotta do to be able to accomplish our resolutions or be able to make some changes in our life or to fulfill some purpose in our life where we feel like our life has meaning, then we got to renew our minds and make the choice, no more stinking thinking. That's hard to say three times real fast. No more stinking thinking. Putting it in the past, and I'm changing what's influencing the way that I think and what's influencing my attitude. And I'm gonna change it to something that's positive and productive and see what God can do in my life. So I'm gonna ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. Remember, I said that at the end there that stinking thinking is destructive. If you feel like you're worthless, you'll feel like you stink. Your attitude will be, I stink. If you feel like other people are causing you pain and problems, your attitude will be, you stink. If you feel like there's a bitterness just towards what life has dealt you, then you'll think, life stinks. And if it really gets a hold of you, you'll develop an attitude, I stink, you stink, life stinks. And I believe that God has much something much better for each one of us in our life. He's got a purpose and a plan. And it's got to go with some changes. I don't stink. I'm a possibility. You don't stink because I believe God put some things positive in your life. Life doesn't stink because I believe that God's working all things together for my good. So let's get rid of the attitude of I stink, you stink, and life stinks. Let's just see what God has to do to say about ourselves and about others and see what God's purpose and plan is for our life. Lord, I pray, God, that as we come this morning on the first Sunday of the new year, Lord, stinking thinking can clearly destroy our life and cause us to have the mentality that Satan wants to have and cause us to have a mentality that's all about ourselves and not about others and cause us to be where we do not Christ-centered or clearly thinking. And so, Lord, I pray that today that no matter where we are, God, I pray that you will just cause us to think about the things which are good, the things that are lovely, the things that are positive, the things that are truth in your word, the things that tells us that, that we, obviously, there's nothing righteous about us. None of us are good enough, but when we become a new creation in Christ, All things become new. And so Lord, I want to pray this morning. I'm not going to ask anybody to raise their hand because they know in their heart where they are. And so Lord, I'm just praying right now for the person who feels bad about themselves. Feels like that they've failed, that they're worthless. Lord, I'm praying right now that they would see that they are not a failure. We're only a failure if we continue to lay down instead of getting up. And so Lord, I pray for the person who feels like they're a failure that today they'll realize I'm a possibility. Things can change. God may have a different plan for my life than what I've been trying to accomplish. So I'm going to find God's purpose and plan for my life. God, for the person who's had an attitude that other people stink, that everybody is creating problems for their life, pain, Lord, I pray, God, that they'll begin to see some positive in other people. Bring out the good in other people. Instead of hearing things that come out of other people's mouth and hitting it with something negative, go, wow. Lord, for the person that just feels like that the cards that they've been dealt, the circumstances of life has created a sense of hurt and bitterness in their life, and a sense that life stinks, Lord, I pray that we'll see it from the reality that, God, you working all things together for our good. And so, Lord, I'm just praying for everyone in here today, no matter where we may be. And, Lord, I know I've had some stinking thinking before. I've had those pity parties where I felt sorry for myself. I've had those senses that, uh, man, I have failed God. I've failed my wife. I've failed my family. I've failed the church. I'm just a big failure. I've had all those stinking thinking. But, Lord, I pray today that no matter where we are or what may be influencing us to thinking in a negative way, Lord, I pray that today will be that day that everything changes. That we will see it's not just, okay, I'm going to be positive. But I need to look at what's influencing my thinking and begin to change that. What's affecting my attitude, I need to change that. So, God, I pray that you do something today that is deep down, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 2, that not to allow the world to conform us, but be transformed. Let something happen on the inside of us and renew our heart and our mind. And God, I pray that you would begin to do that today. Lord, I know that everything instantly in our way that we think and the way that we see life doesn't change instantly. But today you could begin a work that's going to cause us to be more productive, to be more positive, to put ourselves in the purpose that you had designed us for. So God, I pray, Lord, that you would do something today that's gonna set every single person on that path, the path of what God's purpose and plan is for my life, the path that puts me to thinking things from a positive perspective, the things that are gonna cause me to think that will cause me to be more productive in life. So God, I'm just asking you, Lord, For those who've set some New Year's resolutions, change their way of thinking so they can accomplish those resolutions. Lord, for those who are trying to make some changes in their life to cause their life to be better, help them to have some success in those and feel good about themselves and feel good about what they've done. And Lord, I pray, God, that in the midst of everything, God, you'll receive all the glory and the praise. And Lord, we're going to thank you for what you do. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.